Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back, everybody. This is The Kelly Road Show, and I have a treat for you today. I have with me Luke Acri, and he is going to help us do a follow-up show today. As you know, I just recorded an episode talking about the number one most important strategy of 2022, which is referral marketing. And Luke is going to break it all down today. He is an unbelievable entrepreneur that has done amazing things to help other entrepreneurs to have success. He has been on the Inc. 5,000 fastest growing company list. He's done all sorts of crazy stuff, including building a business of over $250 million in sales with a team of 120 sales reps. And he's going to break it all down for us today. So Luke, welcome to the show. Man, it's awesome to be here. I appreciate the opportunity. I am so excited to have you here. So I would love to know, first and foremost, how did you start? What made you decide to start merging into this space of focusing on helping people with relationship and referral marketing? Yeah, I th- it's a great question. My fundamental belief is that if you want to know what the currency of business is, it's relationships. Like, I don't even think it's money. I think it's relationships. I think yeah. it's how well you can create sustainable, impactful relationships because it's the overuse slogan. You got to get people to know, like, and trust you. Yeah. But, you know, you got to get relationships with people because when that happens, they want to do business with you and they want to refer you and they want to stay with you for the long term and the ups and downs. So uh, that's really what led my belief system of going, hey, I'm going to focus on relationship marketing and focus on that niche, not to downplay other types of marketing and and cold outreach. But I believe the majority of businesses should come from your sphere, should come from your referral marketing. I couldn't agree more, Luke. And what I absolutely love about this, and we use all different forms of marketing. I mean, we do Google ads, we do Facebook ads, we do Instagram, TikTok, the whole deal. But I, you know, as I said, I believe that referral marketing is is the number one focus for 2022, especially with the just craziness that's happening with iOS and with the influx into the online space and the algorithm changes. It's like referral marketing is the one thing, like if you have relationships and you over deliver on your promise to customers, like no one can can F with that, right? Like that's yours for the taking. So talk to me a little bit about how do you inside of your company help entrepreneurs learn to build these really stellar referral and relationship marketing growth systems? Yeah. So I'll break it down in what I tried to do. So we've been at this for about 18 years. We've had the ability to work with about a hundred thousand small businesses. And in that time have done, you know, a lot of direct mail, a lot of emails, a lot of Facebook ads, right. To try to figure out how do you get this mind share as they would call it in marketing. And I basically took all of what we've experienced and tried to put into a digestible framework. And I call the framework the FIT framework. And not to be corny, but I think acronyms are easy to digest. So if your marketing's out of shape, if if it's fat, you got to get it fit, right? You got to get it in shape. And FIT stands for frequency, 
impact and trust. And there's three things that I try to lay out for people in their nurture systems, right? Because we all need to follow up. We know we need to follow up. The question is not should we, it's just how. And the way you need to think about it is when you look at your nurture system, is it fit? Frequency, I chose that word specifically because what I found is two different things. You need frequency of communication. So you need to be out in front of people frequently. In marketing, there's this law of seven that if you meet a new prospect, if you meet a new relationship, they have to see your brand seven times for your brand even to become recognizable, right? So there's that type of frequency. If people are wondering like a tactic, how many times should I keep in touch, Luke? What I have found across about 140 different industries is try to at least be in touch 26 times a year. Now, I know that seems crazy, but it's really not that oh, no. much. It's I, every two I weeks. totally agree with that. I, I, I teach very similar. I couldn't yep. agree more. And I'm so happy that every one of these listeners just got to hear it from someone besides me. So I love yep. it. Keep going. So you have that frequency, but I chose frequency because it has two meanings. You not only have the frequency of communication, how frequent you're in front of them, but also the frequency level, meaning like, I don't know, what type of music do you like to listen to? Oh, I like ambient music. Okay, ambient music. different kinds of music, but I like ambient music. Right. So you'll learn a little bit about me. I like uh, like country music, yeah, right? So I'm okay. into country music. So if we go to a radio right now, you're going to go to a different frequency level, a different station to yeah. get your style of music. I'm going to go to my frequency level. Your clients are very similar. The mistake business owners make though is they communicate on their frequency level and they don't realize that, no, 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 you need to try to find and communicate on the client's frequency level. And so what I teach my entrepreneurs is I go, Hey, look, you want to try to be on as many frequencies as you can do well and commit to. So that's social media is a frequency, phone call into frequency, face-to-face is a frequency, direct mail is a frequency. Try to be in these frequency levels because you'll see your client database naturally drift. Older people might like, you know, face to face more than younger people like text message, right? You're going to find that all out. Absolutely. Frequency though, is just one piece of it. And I think what happens to us is we spend all of our time in frequency and we don't realize that if you don't also have impact and trust, you're not going to generate the return you want. This is why a lot of people are paying for marketing systems and they feel like they're not getting any return. They're getting really small open rates, all this stuff, because I can be frequent with a piece of trash. Yeah. Right. I could send you a piece of trash frequency and right. And a lot of marketing, I don't know. It's literally like junk. You just throw, you glance at it, you throw it away. So impact. I always teach people, look, if you're thinking what's the most important impacts, the most important underline this one twice. How do you create impact in marketing? My fundamental belief is impact comes from relevancy, meaning I think it was Gary Vee who said, look, if you buy a car today and you watch a car commercial tomorrow, you're not it's not relevant to you. You're not going to pay attention to it, right? Because you don't have a pain point there. So what you want to try to do is make your marketing as relevant as possible. So how do you tactically do that? Because that's the principle, but Luke, give me the tactics. One tactic that I teach people to do is take your CRM right now, take your database of clients and print out that list of clients or look at that list of clients and ask yourself, do I know the Ford methodology on each of these clients. What does Ford stand for? It stands for family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. So for someone like yourself, right? If I look at you in my database, if I know about your family, what's going on in your life, if I know about your occupation, what you do for work, if I know about your recreation, your hobbies, what you're into, and then your dreams, where you're going, 
I bet you I have a pretty good relationship with yeah. you, right? Yeah. But not only that, when you translate that to marketing, so your email marketing, your print marketing, your social media, now I can take content that I know will connect with you yeah. because I know what you're into. Yeah. And people underestimate how powerful that can be from a touch point perspective. You want to create a raving fan? Man, give them something that's unexpected, right? Yeah. People rave when they get something that's unexpected. So you can use now content to tailor your email marketing based upon the likes and interest of your client database. A really cool trick is don't segment your clients based upon what you want, which is what everybody does. These are my hot list. This is my cold list, right? Yeah. Segment your clients based upon what they want to receive from you. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a simple change, simple hack. And then I'll wrap up because I know I'm rambling here a little bit, but yeah, the trust aspect of fit frequency impact trust is if you're just frequent, and impactful, you're going to have a bunch of best friends. Mm -hmm. And we get into business not to have a bunch of best friends. We want to earn yeah, income, right? right? We want to earn business. You also need the trust. And I, I say trust because what I mean is the SME, the subject matter expert of your industry. So if you're a real estate agent right now, how do you make sure that Luke sees you as the agent of trust? He sees you as the subject matter expert. There's no one who knows more about buying or selling real estate, investing, building, whatever it is, than you. Yeah. And so in your marketing, you want to frequently be in front of Luke, right? You want to be on his frequency level. So Luke likes yeah. to communicate through social and email. Yeah. You want to give him impactful things. So you want to give him things not just about you, not just about your business, but also things he's interested in. Yeah. But then you also want to pepper and trust. So how do you tactically do that in marketing? I have found a couple easy ways. One is you can give trust through accolades. Mm -hmm. So you did it for me, actually, when you introed yeah. me in. Right. Yeah. You literally shared some of my accolades to build yeah. trust with yeah. the audience that, hey, who th this guy you're about to hear yeah. speak, right? He's not just someone in his mom's basement. He's yeah. done something. So yeah. you can share how many years you've been in the business, how many clients you've helped, awards that you've won. Those are trust signals. Yeah. But you got to be careful with that type of marketing because it can become like bragging. Mm -hmm. So you want to have humble brags, but you also can build trust by what your clients say about you. So mm -hmm. feature case studies, client testimonials, stories of how you've taken yeah. a client from this pain point to this solution that can build trust. And then the third, I think the best way to build trust tactically through marketing, but it's the hardest is through education. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of what we're doing here on this show, yeah. this podcast right here, right? Is we're giving out education, yeah. right? And it's a long-term game, right? So if you're giving out education on buying and selling real estate or education on, you know, how to run a, you know, the successful health nutrition business or whatever it is, when you're giving out that stuff, it's a long-term game because not you're not going to re read one piece of content and convert. But over time, if you see me constantly put out educational stuff on a certain topic, you're going to start seeing me as the authority on that topic. And yeah. so that it's a long way to say in your marketing to create raving fans, to create people who look up to you, that want to stay with you, that trust you. You got to be fit. You got to have frequency, 26 touch points a year. Yeah. You've got to have impact, meaning you need to have personalized touch points. Yeah. And you also need to have trust based touch points, which are your accolades, your educational knowledge and your customer testimonials. Yeah, I love it. I mean, that, that is so insightful. And it really takes, I think, something that people really complicate 
in the online world and it simplifies it in a really meaningful way that anyone can do, right? And and you're hitting on all the high points of basically the the attraction with the education, the nurture with the frequency and, and the touch points, right? And then obviously bringing people to a close when you really understand about them and what their hopes and what their dreams are and what their family story is and all of those things. I absolutely love it. So how do you take companies through this process? Like, you know, how do you help a company go from, okay, we're spending, you know, $10,000 a month or $100,000 a month on our marketing. And we feel like we could be getting a lot better ROI than we are. Kind of walk me through what, what do you do with that person? Yeah. So our specific uh, niche, there's a ton of different ways you can build frequency, impact, and trust. What we looked for when we were creating our touch points is how do we build a touch point for somebody that's perceived impactful, but is cost effective enough to do at scale. So you can do it for a database of 2,000 people, 50,000 people. What we came up with is actually a personally branded magazine. And what we did was, and and I can show and tell, I don't know if this podcast is video or not, but you know, they can see it's literally imagine like a better homes and garden, an architectural digest, a Forbes magazine, a coffee table piece. And what we did was we said, okay, the magazine we're going to fill with impactful content that the client enjoys. It's done both digitally and print. So you're on every frequency. You can put it on social. You can send it through email. You can send it through text. It comes through print in the mail, right? It can be used face-to-face when you hand it out. So it hits all these frequencies. It's impactful because the content is not just about promoting your business. It's not a catalog of products to buy. Yes. It's literally a piece of content that's supposed to be a gift to your client saying, hey, I appreciate you, thought you would enjoy this. Brilliant. Right? So then at the same time, it's super high quality. So it represents and elevates your brand from an impact standpoint. And then it builds trust because the magazine can be customized. So you can showcase client testimonials. You could showcase things like um, educational content. Like if I use the real estate example, because we have a lot of real estate clients, but we have a ton of different industries. So if you're a financial advisor, what should you do about Bitcoin or what should you do for investing in this COVID type market? You can put an educational piece in your magazine to build that credibility. And what we have found is it's frequent. Not only is it frequent, but people come to expect it because it's like a subscription. What else do you come to expect than a magazine, right? It's high enough quality and the content is impactful. And it also gives you the ability to build trust. And of that, what's interesting is we try to track the the statistics and the results. We use a third party media uh, research firm, but they find that it's about a four to six week shelf life for the print. It's a 44 minute read time, which everybody in the branding world knows that that's crazy high for that's branding. That's insane because it's yeah. hard to keep people's attention for three minutes. Correct. Right? We know that so, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then we see about a 56% referral rate over the course of 12 months. So the questions in the surveys are, have you referred your person who sent you the magazine business in the last 12 months? And 56% of respondents say yes. I never sell people on the statistics of, oh, if you sign up for this, it's 56%. Sure. What I tell people is there's gold in your database, yeah. but you need but you need a non-salesy way 
to communicate with them. This, this is, is fascinating. One of- I, I just have to say, I, I think it's brilliant. It's such a pattern interrupt. Um, no one does this. You know, it's it's so interesting. You know, when I started my business, I did a lot of handwritten notes because no one did it anymore. And we got so many referrals from that, that little thing, just because it was so different. But this is brilliant. Like I have to say, like we're crazy marketers. Like we're, we're insane marketers. Like we, we do a hundred thousand different things. I have a team of 15 full-time marketers on my team, but we're not doing this. And I'm probably going to be making a phone call to you. (laughs) I love it. Thank you. I appreciate that. And what's interesting about this is you can customize it down to the individual, right? Because in marketing today, you know this, I'm preaching to the choir here, but the more personal you can make yes. something, the messaging, why does Google yeah. make so much money? Why does Facebook make so much money? Because they have data, right? To drive personalization. That's that's 100%. what it is. And so we can personalize each magazine down to the individual. So there's a place on the inside cover of the magazine. You could write a letter to a personal client, whether it's their birthday, their anniversary, you could put a picture of you and a client out on the golf course on their magazine, yeah. right? So it has a little bit of that, um, you know, kind of impactful. You pull it out of your mailbox and yeah. you might be there in the magazine too, personally. Yeah. So it's just a, a neat way to do that pattern interrupt that you're talking about. Most importantly, trigger what I call the norm of reciprocity. When you do yeah. something nice for people, people perceive this as for a sure. gift. They want to reciprocate it. And it's an easy way to make a phone call to all your key relationships. I love it. It's fascinating. And, and has the magazine been the centerpiece of the way that you've helped people implement the fit model? Like since the beginning, has that evolved or changed? Like, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So the magazine has been our centerpiece. The fit came out of me trying to understand and put into words what what we have been doing for the last, you know, decade, but yeah. um, we have transitioned right to going, yeah. look, I believe in omnipresent marketing. Like I tell my staff all the time, the yeah. right. It's, it's, there's not one magic bullet. And what you want to try to do is try to be as everywhere, try to be omnipresent. Yeah. And so we took the magazine, it's print. We made it digital. We made yeah. it interactive though. So it's video. So in your digital yeah. magazine, you can do a video message, right? There's games, there's things like that, right? Within your digital magazine, but the digital magazine then translates to, we have all this content for you. That's your content. Yeah. So we then break that into a social media library that's then yeah. scheduled out and all that stuff. Yeah. So your content from your magazine. Now you have thousands of different pieces of content for your social. And what we're finding is insanely good right now, which most marketers are is text. So mm. people yeah. are sending the magazine through text and it doesn't yeah. come across as a, as an ugly link. It's yeah. a beautiful picture. Oh, and think about a quick it. little text yeah. that says, thinking about you today, Um, you know, Hey, wanted to see what you thought of my magazine. I wanted to send it to you as a gift. Hey, check out the recipe on page three. It's awesome. I tried it last weekend. It's just a soft little touch point to your database to love on them, which is going to translate into them wanting to refer you and do business with you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so hard to think because, you know, gifting, strategic gifting for reciprocity has been a thing like for forever. Right. But I feel like it's very difficult to do that at scale in a meaningful way. Right. If you have a handful of, you know, 10 or 15 people that you can take the time to do custom gifts for. And this is kind of where we ran into a struggle. And this is where I think your solution is really brilliant. We did a lot of custom gifting for a long time. And then as the company grew and grew and grew, and now we're 
dealing with hundreds of customers and thousands and thousands of prospects, we got to the point where like the the time we, we couldn't, yep. we couldn't manage the time and the complexity of the delivery. And so we just stopped because it got to a point where it was such a time suck and it was so inefficient that it was like, you couldn't do it at scale. And so I think this solves a really important problem. And I'll use myself as an example because I understand what you're saying and I believe in omnipresence. And uh, I think doing something physical in combination with something digital is so, so powerful. Um, So I, I love it. I am not surprised at all why you've been able to grow to the level that you are. And um I, I just it's, can't say enough. I mean, it's it's just it's what's needed. It's it, you're hitting the nail on the head. What's so interesting? The pain point that I saw was people would go to the market to solve the problem right. of follow up. Yeah, and they have the gifting, which is the bottle of wines, the gift baskets, the Cutco knives, all yeah. fantastic. That's great. But you, how often can you send a bottle of wine to be cost effective, and also not come across as weird? Exactly. Exactly. You you run out of options and it's complex and then you can't do it. Yeah, exactly. And then the next option for people, what I always called it was the cost effective, but non-impactful. So people always drop to the newsletter or Mm -hmm. to the postcard. Right. And and I am not beating up newsletter postcards because my company, we offer postcards. I think there's a strategy for postcards, but that's what happens to people pain point wise is they drop down and go, okay, my only other option is if I can't send a gift basket or chocolates or whatever, I guess I have to send a company newsletter. And so what we try to go is what could we play in between that cost effective enough to do at scale, but is perceived as a gift. And it was just crazy how the magazine just kind of like, I was like, oh, yeah, what about a custom magazine? No, I get it. I get it. It's I, less I, than a Hallmark card. Um, people are usually blown away. The magazine is, you know, Hallmark card will cost you five bucks easy without postage. Got to write in it. Our magazines we can do for $3.99. Um, shipping is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Shipping's included in that. Um, I mean, that's, so let's just break this down because on Facebook right now, it's like 30 to $35 a lead. Mm-hmm. So for the cost of that, you can get a magazine um, in front of how many people? Yeah, you could touch them six times a year uh, for 24 bucks. Yeah, that's that's yeah, there's a lot there. Um, I'm so excited to share this episode. I mean, especially on the back of what I just shared. So um, now let's talk a little bit just before we wrap up and and then I'll I'll let you go. I want to obviously tell people where to find you, how to get involved, how to get started with the magazine. But before we do, um, do you find, do you help more people? And I'm sure it's across the board, but I would love just a little bit of insight on this for the people that are listening. Um, do you find that more people do this strategy, for example, for like their dream 100? Are they doing it for like a full, like huge database? Are they doing it for select referral partners? Like, how do you find that people tend to have the most success? Is it really dialed in custom focus for you said, for example, you can totally customize the magazine or is it people that are doing it broad scale? Like, let's talk just for two minutes about that. And then I'm going to send them to go get in touch with you. (laughs) Great question. Like you said, it is all over the board, but the main two areas we see the massive success is focusing on your advocates, focusing on what I would call your past clients that are going to refer you and come back and use you again. That dream 100 type idea, 
we see huge massive return. The second area we see is through the idea of partnerships. So the magazine, because it's so customizable, right? I'll take my brother. He's a big time real estate agent. He partners with local businesses yeah. and puts them in his magazine. And then wow. they, they cross pollinate, right? Because he's non-competitive to them. They're local businesses in the same community. Yeah. Now they can advertise together and it's yeah. a nice piece for them. There's so many creative partnerships that are out there. That is a no brainer to be able to grow your brand, grow your business with other businesses in the area. Super smart. I love it. I'm, t- I'm totally doing it. I'm totally doing it. So I'm going to make my team watch this episode when we're done and then uh, we will be in touch. And I want to invite everybody else that's listening to do the same. So Luke, where's the best place to learn more, connect and get started? Yep. So you can go ReminderMedia.com. That is the website. You'll find everything there. If you're on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, you can find Reminder Media as well. Would love to connect with you as well. I'm at Luke Acree. I try to put out a ton of just coaching tips and marketing tips at Luke Acree. And then we have a podcast as well that you were a great guest on. So I can't wait for people to check out your episode, but Stay Paid Podcast, if you want to check that out, would love for you guys to check that out as well. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on. Such an insightful conversation, Luke, and uh, really excited to get this message out to the market, coinciding with where we're trying to lead people for 2022. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week. We'll see you next time.